We are going to look at Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 to 11. The title of the message this day is Your Identity. Your Identity. Basically, it's our, ident our identity in Christ. Because in Christ, we do not lose our true selves. But we become our true selves only in Him. Let's read the passage this morning. Colossians 3, 1 to 11. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of the Father. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desires, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of this, the wrath of God is coming. Verse 7, In this you too once walked when you were living in them, but now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self which is being renewed in the knowledge after the image of its creator. Here there is no Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and in all. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you that as we listen to your word, it will empower our minds, our hearts together. And we thank you that even your Holy Spirit is able to touch wherever we are today so that we can sense the presence of the living God. Thank you also that your word through your Holy Spirit will somehow enlighten us so that we are not just hearers of your word, but we will be doers of your word as well. In Jesus' name we pray, and all of us will say amen. Again, good morning, everyone, and it's a good day for us to listen to God's word today. Now, as we continue in our study of Colossians, we're going to talk about identity. Let's recap in a little bit about the setting of the Colossian church. Colossae was a Roman city located in Asia Minor. Now, that Asia Minor is, on our situations now, it's known to be as Turkey. It was a typical Roman city. Almost everyone was pagan. Maghambakita pagan, it does not mean that they don't believe in God. They have several gods. They are pagan, but they don't believe in the God that we serve, in the God that the Colossian church serve. They have their gods and their called religions. Now, they worship the sun, the moon, and they worship all types of gods. All these religions incorporated all types of immoral things in their worship. Now, 
It was in this city that the man lived named Epaphras. Now, sino si Epaphras? Epaphras has been in another area or in another city called Ephesus. Part manisisang Turkey. Now, while he was there, he met this man named Paul. Now, Paul was teaching about another God. One different kind of God that all those Epaphras knew about. Now, Paul was saying that there is only one God. And Paul says also that those other gods were nothing but a figment of man's imagination. Now, Paul said this to him and to the people where Epaphras was listening, that God came, lived, and died, and he died to save mankind. Now, Paul said, by trusting in this God, your sins will be forgiven. By trusting in this one God, you would live forever with Him. That this God wanted us real and personal relationship with every single person. So, Ipapras believed and became a Christian. Ipapras was so caught up in his relationship with God that he couldn't keep his mouth shut. Wherever he goes, he was talking about Jesus. He was talking about Christ. So when he came back home in Colossae, he started talking to others. He's telling others about this real God that he met and that he encountered. As a few of these people believe, too, during these discussions and sharing of Epaphras, out of these few people came the church of Colossae. So Colossian church was born. Now it was tough being a church in Colossian environment during those days because this pagan society was still the majority of people living in that place. They are not the kind of people who suggested there was another God. So they were putting pressure on the Colossian church to get back in line. In other words, to conform to the way society uh, they are living in. They have to conform. They have not supposed to live a different kind of lifestyle. So Paul heard about this intense pressure while he was in the prison jail. What happened to the Colossian church? And of course, he also feels sad about it. So he wrote a letter to them to help them better understand that what was going on in the situations of Colossian church. And he wanted them to know how to maintain their faith in Christ. Their faith in Christ. Where was this? In the middle of the pressure of society. Now, this group were bombarded with Colossians, uh, the Colossians around them, uh, the Colossian society were trying to bombard them with misinformation. One group was denying the existence of God. Other groups was hang up on a tradition and, of course, with their religion. Now, Paul says, stay away from both. Stay away from these people. Neither one of those groups have gotten anything right. So he said, stay away. Stay away from them. 
Don't let either group define you. That's not how you are, Paul says. You are followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. You look different. You act different. And of course, you live different. Now, he's about, he's about to tell. Paul was about to tell them who they are. You are a believer. You are Christians. And this is who you really are. This is your identity. And that identity is so important. So what Paul has to say to the Colossians in 2,000 years ago is also applicable to us today. He tells them that that's not who you are. And that he told them that you have a new identity. And that God tells us, he is telling them also that their society today is somehow the same with our society or our world today. And we are not like the religious group that we're living in today. And that's exactly what Paul was telling them. Why? Because they have a different identity. And so we also have to understand that we have a different identity. You are not who you are. Used to be in the past. At one time, you were part of society's worldly system around you. But you are not who you are supposed to be now because Jesus came into your life and changed you. Look at verse 3. He mentioned this. He says, You have died and your life is hidden in Christ. Let me repeat that again. You have died and your life is hidden in Christ. Now, the you that died is the you you used to be. That is what Paul telling the Colossians. And I'm telling you today also is the same. The you that died when you received Christ is the same you you used to live before. That person is already gone. That identity is already dead, is already buried. That's why we have the baptism, baptism of the water. And just like a uh, like few days ago, I was able to baptize three sisters in the water, and I told them that baptism in the water is a picture of your death, death to your old self. Because once you are already rising up from water, you have to remind yourself that you have a different identity. Your old has already died. It's already buried. So don't try to go back to who you were before. It will never be the same. You were there once, but that's not who you are now. Because you have a new identity. This is what Paul telling Colossian church. You are not who you are before. You are now different because you are now in 
Christ. To be in Christ is our new identity. Now, what does it mean to be in Christ? Quote, unquote, in Christ. Now, the phrase in Christ refers to the state of believers or believers' new identity. If you have to ask God to forgive your sins today, or some of you have already asked God to forgive your sins, and you have declared your decision to follow Christ as Lord and as Savior and King of your life, then you are in Christ. That means you have a different and a very new identity. Now Paul is speaking to the Christians in Colossae, reminding them of their new identity since they placed their faith in Christ. A divine exchange took place at the foot of the cross. That's our old sin nature for His perfect one. My exchange nga natabo. Santion nga nagbaton ka kay Christ. When was that? Some of you probably still remember. When was the last time you received Christ as Lord and Savior? You see, that moment when you received Christ, there was a divine exchange. Wala mo na makitaan, but it happened. It was an exchange of your old lifestyle to a new one. And now you're living a new life. That's your new identity in Christ. Now, to understand this in Christ statement that Paul mentioned in Colossians, now, I would like to share with you several components mentioned by Paul what it is to be in Christ. Una, he mentioned about you've been raised with Christ. That word, you've been raised with Christ. Being raised with Christ should mean an entirely new way of thinking. Amunang butsilingon sina. When Paul said to the Colossians, you have been raised with Christ. He used the word that means it was done in the past. And so Paul was saying, you have to have a new way of thinking. Not only thinking, because it all starts from the mentality. Kung hindi magbago ang mentality, kung then definitely you will not going to experience the new kind of lifestyle. Because the new way of thinking and the new way of living for believers, it means that's your new identity. He raised you to make a difference in the society you came from. He encouraged ni Paul and Colossians that he was not trying to let them to come out from them or somehow, but he said, stay away from them. But of course, they are still living there. But living in Colossian or in Col Colossae means that you're still there, but you are supposed to make a difference in society. That means you need to influence them, not society trying to influence you going back to your old life again. He also said that he raised up, that means Jesus, he raised you up to life to bring him glory and honor. Glory is basically to image God. In everything you do, 
God must be seen in everything that you do every day of your life. You're giving Him the glory. You're giving Him the image and the honor. And not only that, He raised you to know Him in intense love and relationship. Kung siyang una ang imo pagkilala sa Diyos, medyo lang, gamay lang, no? Uh, hapaw, hapaw lang. But it's skin deep only, but now because you are having the kind of a different identity, your relationship and your love for the Lord is so in- intense. And your relationship, it's, it's becoming somehow close to God. To be raised with Christ. Paul is reminding us of what he has already said in Colossians chapter 2 that we tried to listen last Sunday. That when he gave his great defense, Paul made a great defense of the supremacy of Christ against the evil world and the worldly philosophy. It reminds them again, and also reminds us that in the mind and in the plan of God, this is already an accomplishment fact because it was done several, several thousands of years ago. Now, according to Colossians chapter 3, verse 1, he says, believers were raised with Christ. Now, the language of the Greek indicates fulfilled condition. It was already fulfilled condition. What is this fulfilled condition? An action that has been done once and it will never be repeated again. You see, Jesus died only once and he never repeated that again. You know why? Because he expects that those who will follow Christ and those who have an identity of Christ, they will truly not going to be overcome by the philosophy of the world and by the philosophy of men but they are able to overcome all kinds of philosophy which are against Christ that's number one you have been raised with Christ number two your life is hidden in Christ now since believers have died to sin I mean believers are not supposed to constantly be in sinning but we already died to sin. In sense of being separated from it, the believer's life is hidden or contained with Christ. In the previous chapter again, Paul discussed false teachers who are somehow using tricks and deceptive arguments. Now these men claim special so-called hidden wisdom. Na puno sila sang kaalam. But we know that the wisdom of this world is foolishness in, the, in God. So they claim that, that they have so much wisdom which only they had access to. In contrast, according to Paul, the believer's wisdom is found in knowing the Lord and His Word. So kung i-compare mo ang wisdom sang kalibutan, it's so limited. It's in fact foolishness. But the wisdom of God coming from God Himself and God's Word, I tell you, this is eternal. That's why He says, My Word will be forever. 
heaven and earth shall pass away, but the word of God will remain forever. Let me read to you Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. He mentioned, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above. Where Christ is seated and at the right hand of God, set your minds on things above, not on early things. Now here Paul draws a conclusion from the fact that we have a new life with Christ and in Christ. And that is where we should set our affection. That should be our goal. That should be our priority. That is what we should desire. And that is we should think about every day. Now this does not mean that we ignore earthly things but that we bring heavenly qualities to our earthly lives. Now, how can we do that in the situations today? Well, very clear. You see, if you are identified with Christ today in this pandemic season, majority of people are fearful about the virus, about the results of the virus, about economic crisis, about anything that is no longer normal for us. But for those who are in Christ, makitaan dapat ang courage nila. Kailain na nga panguna-huna. Yes, there are chaotic things that are happening. There are some new normals that are going on. But remember, we are from a different country. We came all the way from God. And we have the mind of Christ. So the way we think should not be the way the rest of the world is thinking now. And that we are so be filled with fear. Please, let's show courage. Courage. That means we are not supposed to be fearful. We are supposed to be bringing heavenly qualities. Ano mga heavenly qualities? Well, if you have been thinking about God, you're supposed to be thinking about His promises. You're not supposed to be trying to tell God, Lord, Lord, Instead of that, we are supposed to be thanking God. We're supposed to express our thanksgiving in everything. That's how we bring heavenly qualities. We are not supposed to be moved by what the world is saying now. Because your connection is directly from heaven, not from this earth. That's why the Bible says that we are supposed to bring heaven on earth. We bring the kind of lifestyle, the kind of culture of the kingdom of God in heaven on earth. I think it's about time, believers... Christians, some of you are so fearful. I'm listening to some of your heart today. And I know that God can hear the cries of your heart. And I know that many of you are still very fearful. You want to protect your family. I know it's not like that. But you know what? Sometimes it shows that God is not around. Because of your fear, though ginapakita mo nga mas bigger ang ang problem sa imo. Much bigger 
ang difficulty sa, sa ginuota. Now, what's the use of promises of God? Tanawabla mga promesas ang ginuho. It's, it's so much promises. You think about healing. You think about restoration. You think about provisions. These are all heavenly promises. But yet, we fail to remind ourselves. Na-overcome kita sa sang aton, mas madamo, nga bombard, nga ataki sa aton, sa adlang atanan. I think, my advice to you, for some of you who are still fearful, stop listening to different source. Kung na mo malang sa imo sa kadlok. Unta tina, and shift from listening, reading the Bible. Because, amo na sa Bible? Let your mind be set on things above, not on things below. Ang nakatabo subong sa aton, bala na na siyang ginoo, matabo na na. And this is supposed to begin allow niya, bangod, maano mo, ma-apply mo na. As Christians, you're supposed to be applying because you are in Christ. That's your identity. Okay lang kung wala ka sa ginoo. And you still are crying over the situations. You're still fearful. Why? Because you don't have God. Pero kung may Diyos ka, pero kung may ara ka, pagtuo nga, siling mo may pagtuo ka. What's the point of listening to the Word of God? Kung sige ka malang iya, trying to allow your emotions flowing with what the system of the world is telling you. Because gagwa sa baba mo, listen to what your words are coming or the words that coming out to your mouth. For some of you are still young in the Lord, I think I can understand. But for believers, nga dugay ka na sa ginoo, nadlo ka man yapon. Kagwala mo pa tindugan ang pulong sa Diyos. This is not to judge you, this is to encourage you. God is here to encourage you. Stand up. Because you are a child of God. You are identified in Christ. In fact, see Christ have already identified you. You are part of me. You are in me and I am in you. And if God is in you, then who can be against you? Praise God. Ikatatlo, number three, you are being renewed by Christ. That's why, again, let me just uh, continue to, to read that passage. To set your minds on things above is to look at life from God's perspective and to seek after what God's desire. Ano balang desire ni Lord? Sa subong nga pandemic, ano balang ginagawa desire ni Lord? Ginadesire niya blang, mahadlokan ka, ginadesire niya blang, nga kwaon sa imo ang mga kagustuhan mo. Sometimes, kung hindi natin maintindihan na, we are thinking that God is trying to take away from us, but not true. You'll never know. Why would allow certain things that you don't like to, you to experience the bad things? It's because he is trying to change something better. Say mo experience say. Ang gusto lang you have to fix, to six, to set your minds on things about. Fix your minds on it. Begin to declare the promises of God. Because the word of God will give you a different perspective. Are you part of the majority who are crying? Or are you one of those who are unique 
One of those who are walking in a narrow gate and telling, I know my God. It's a different perspective. Yes, this is a very dark situation now. But when you look at the dark situations, you see a light at the end of the tunnel. So, if you are in that situation, I think, seek God more. Seek after God. Seek the desires of God. I think it's a sign that probably ang imugin seek is your own self or your own benefit alone. But seek God. Now, the Greek word used to set in this verse is so important. It means to seek after, to strive for, be intent on. In this time of situations, we can seek more of God because this is what we want. We want to be strong in our faith. We want to believe, not just trying to tell God that we have so much faith, but to stand on what He said He will do. It recognizes the need of us to place our full attention it's a time for us to have our attention, our affection on God. Thinking, focusing, and even fixing our eyes on Him. On heavenly things above, rather than lust, greed, sin that encompasses this world. Guard your heart. Lay aside the old nature. Let go of fear. Let go of fear and worry and sin. Now above all else, the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23, above all else, guard your heart for it is the wellspring of life. Our inner thoughts, our words, even what's spoken to ourselves. Ini mga tao nga naghahambal sa imo bala, naghahaboy sa imo sang hindi manami nga hambalanon. Now, really matters. Now, for it can hold the power to run our lives and dictate our choices. Sometimes wala sang direct nga tao nga naghahambal sa imo, pero ang media naghahatag sa imo indirectly. So, ang muna siya naghahdictate sang imo decision. Amo na siya nagadictate sang imo choices every day. Kung magambal ang iban nga, nadlock sila, hindi sila mag-open, hindi amo ni kay base, ma-spike ma naman, ma-increase naman, ang positive. Ah. Now, pamatian mo lang na sila yatanan daw, sila lang ya ang tag-iyas, ang kalibutan, ang Diyos na wala na. If you have God with you, don't allow this people telling you about the message what to do if it is against God. Because it dictates your what? Your choices. All the more reason to make sure our thinking must be based on the truth and on what God says. I think it's about time. Challenge ko lang sa inyo. It's about time to reject. Kung sige ka pamangkot, sige ka pamati, pamati sa mga lain-lain ng mga minsahe nga naga-increase ang imo fear, i-reject ina. I-reject ina because you are also building a different kind of mindset. Your thinking is polluted. It's time to go back and base your thought, your thought life in the Word of God because that's exactly what God is saying. We were not to set free or to fit in the world. 
we've been changed to make a difference in the world. To make a difference in the world. That's the reason why God set us free. It is for freedom that God, Christ set us free. So that we can also somehow become a channel to set others free as well. Remember, for those who are in Christ, identity in Christ, you are not static. You are not static. God is making you newer and newer every day. Ginabago ka, ginabago ka sa ginoo. He is making you into the image of Jesus. Every day He is presenting Jesus to the world through you. Wow, isn't it nice to hear na may opportunity ikaw to be a blessing to others, to speak to others. Pero subong bila, nadlok kita. Bangod sang fear na to, nadlok kita mag mag-engage sa mga maayong abutang sa ibang nga tao. Pangon na ka ba si ma-infect ikaw? I tell you, if you are doing the best good things for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for the name of Jesus, He will help you. He will protect you. He will provide for your needs. God will help you. Walk wisely. Live free. He is there to remind us on our daily life to set our minds on Jesus. To set our minds on things above, not on things below. And the last, you will live with Christ forever. Now, amoy ni ang living in Christ. It's, it's a promise that you will live with Christ forever. You will never cease to exist as a child of God. The moment you become a child of God, you will never exist. As long as you stick to the Lord forever, there is no end to your relationship with God. God will never end His relationship with you. Who can separate us from the love of God? Numbers in Romans chapter 8, I think verse 30, 31. Who can separate us from the love of God? There is no end to God's love for you. No end. God's love is always there for you. Don't be deceived by the message you are receiving every day. God's love is there for you to protect you, to provide you, to heal you. If there's a need for Him to touch you today, He can do that. There is no end for God's presence in your life. That's why I always believe wherever I go, the presence of God is with me. I don't need to be afraid of COVID-19. I don't need to be afraid because he who is in me that is greater than he that is in this world. Now one day, you will be in a very physical presence of God because Jesus will come again. And when Jesus comes again, the Bible says that he will, he will be with his people forever. You are his and you are His forever. I like that. Paul says, our identity should stand out. Our identity should stand out. You see, as believers or as Christians, there should be no problem for those who see us get who we are. Kitanya kun ikaw matutuod ng Kristuhanon, makitanya how you deal with your problems, you know, hindi ka na makitaan supposed to be sa Christian nga nadlok. <laughs> Ay nga ha, 
Dako ang Diyos nila mo, God is bigger than anything. Now, He points out areas of our life that should stand out because we belong to Christ. Ano mga butang na makitangin standing out sa kabuhit sa Kristuhanon? Our lives should reflect the reality of the identity that was changed when we follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, our pursuit of earthly nature is supposed to be dead. Hindi na yan mag-stand out ang mga butang iyasang kalibutan kag iyasang mabal naton uh, sin. Mga butang uh, wala nag-please sa ginoo. Look at verse 5. He says, put to death our earthly nature. Put to death. Sino ginambalan ni Paul? Kita. Ang ginambalan sa ginoo sa aton is that kung uh, gusto naton kwaon, kinanglan kita na makwa. Hindi siya. That's why it's a command. He says, put to death our earthly nature. Ano ini? What in the world is an earthly nature? Ano blabot silingon sa earthly nature? What are supposed to be killed by us? To kill off in our lives now that we identify with Christ. What should exist in our Christian lives that exists in the rest of society. Basi may makitaan pa sa society nga hindi namin ngaraman sa aton. That's why Paul was trying to command and God is using him that we have to get rid of the earthly nature. Now, few things that should die or should be killed in our lives now that we are Christians. What are they? Sexual immorality. Mm. Impurity. Lust. Lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh. These are evil desires. And greed. Now, anything. Majority and greed na ito, nara sa kwarta. Walang ginakwa sa ginoo sa ato nini because probably, whether you like it or not, you think that you are not greedy about money, but now it's taken away from you. And it seems that ang money is becomes your God. Then he sums up this list with one word. Ano ina? Idolatry. Idolatry. Now, what is idolatry? Idolatry is not just referring to an image. Naginhimo sa tao and they will bow down to that image. But it's making anything. If you're making anything or anyone in your lives more important than God. It becomes idolatry. It could be ang imo nga, imo kabataan will be your idolatry. Mas una pa ya sila sa saginoo. Everything na ginaimo mo nga priority sa kabuhi mo, that becomes your idol. It's not just material things, but it could be a person. Ayan, tuod, kristuhanon ka, salim mo, why ka na siyang images sa balay ni mo, pero basi may ara kapag inauna kaysa sa Diyos. That is idolatry. Too much na ang ginhatag mo nga uh, affection. And of course, hindi mo, mo lang gina. And that's what society is doing around us today. They have more important things and people in their lives compared to God. Paul tells us to kill 
sexual in nature. Now, what is sexual in nature? Because that's the epitome. Epitome, a typical or ideal example of idolatry. Ginambalya ang sexual nature sang tao. And that's precisely, that's ourselves. And we call that love of self or worship of self. In short, we become selfish. And that's what we call idolatry. Kung kaysa, hindi ang images, hindi man ang ibang tao, pero ikaw. Imo per me ang ginauna mo. Imo per me, hindi ang ibang. So when God is out of the picture, we pursue whatever most pleases us. We are our own God. It's all about what gives us the most pleasure. Ang aton kaugalingon. That's the identity of society. Now, I will, not, I will not expect society to put God first. Society will definitely put themselves first. Society will probably have other gods because they are not believers. Their identity is not Christ. But you see, kitang kristohanon, we're not like them. And that's not our identity because our identity is in Christ. And Christ is our everything. Think about that. Is it Christ, your everything? He is our pleasure. Our identity should be seeking God and His pleasure. Now, Paul mentioned some actions that identify with the world. Gin-mention niya ni, hindi lang itong mga gin-mention niya a while ago, but also the characteristics was mentioned by Paul in this passage. What are they? Anger, malice, slander, filthy language, and even lying. So, buong panahon, damo, naga, even Christians, bangod sang gakatabo. So, they used to lie. They are not used to lie before, but now they are lying because they want themselves to be first. Now, Paul finishes off this section in verse 11. And he says, But Christ is all and in all. What does Paul was telling us? Well, he's telling us today, as he is telling the Colossian church, he says, that Christ is everything. Christ is everything. Your race isn't your identity anymore. That's why he mentioned there is no more Gentiles, no more Jews, no more circumcised or uncircumcised. Because all is for Christ. All in all is for Christ. So he was referring to race. So your race isn't your identity anymore. Some people are fighting against racism today. Kung race nila, put down, they say, you are racist. And because people are very you know, particular with race. Well, kunara ka na yung sagin, oo, ang race is no longer, <laughs> it's no longer the priority because 
Our identity is not about our race. It's not about the color of our skin. It's about Christ. Your race isn't your identity anymore. Your nationality isn't your identity anymore. It's either the Jews or the Gentiles. He mentioned several names of, of course, of some of those people from different places. Nationality isn't your identity anymore. You see, kung ara ka na sa Ginoo, yeah, it doesn't really matter kung, I know, uh, Filipino ikaw, you have to be proud that you're a Filipino. And uh, of course, may mga ara kita nga mga character as a Filipino nga ginaritay naton, even ara kita sa ibang na pungso. But you see, when you're in Christ, it's totally different because your identity is no longer being a Filipino. Your in fact, your identity is you are a heavenly citizen. Our citizen is in heaven. That's Paul saying. We are identified to our King of Kings. His name is Jesus Christ. Your position in life isn't your identity anymore. Sa sininga panahon, May mga kilala ko, mga well-known, mga classmate ko iban, they already passed away. You know, they have done a great job while they're still alive. And they have a position. Ang iban sa ila, ara sa mataas nga position sa sa government, ang ila status, taas kumparar sa iban. But when you are in Christ, there is no longer rich and poor because in Christ, we are all the same. Position in life isn't your identity. Gamay dako imubalay, it's okay. I know, we thank God for some, we praise God for the provisions of others. They have so much things in this world. But in Christ, we are all the same. Your position or even your position in society isn't your identity. Position in life, position in society is not your identity. Some people are bragging about, you know, uh, I am secretary of this, I am this and that, you see. And, and that's something to be bragged of for some people. But for Christians, I don't think we should brag all of this. Because it is God who put people in position. You're not supposed to, to be proud. You're supposed to humble yourself. Your position is not supposed to be the basis and emo rulership because the basis of your rulership is your identity. Your authority is based on your identity in Christ. Your identity is wrapped up in Christ. In Christ. That's something to think about today. So, what do we need to do to make our identity plain? to see by people. Well, what do you still need to destroy or to get rid of in your lives? That's the question. What adjustment do you need to make so there is no doubt of your identity? adjustment kita So that only our identity in Christ will be seen. 
at sin. Ano mga sayop, ano mga sala that we are still battling, we are still fighting against who are somehow hinders us of our identity in Christ. Now, if you are a Christian, if you are a believer, you are identified in Christ. Make sure that the world recognizes your identity. Nga may identity ikaw. Ang akin ang lano natin, ID. So that may identify ikaw. This is the system of the world, wherever you go now. In fact, subong daw, I think, tanan kita, dapat may ara na kita, ID na aton. <laughs> Amo na mga latest nga mga news. No? So that people will be identified later on. Naga, nagagamay na nga gagamay aton kalibutan with the development of the technology it's possible, as the Bible says, that in the last days, there will be a one-world government. So how does the one-world government able to monitor people? Now today, with the new uh, technology, we can identify. With the newest uh, applications they are using, hindi kakasulod sa mall later on kung wala kasang applications kung sino ikaw sa imo cellphone. But I'm not talking about the system of identification. I'm talking about our identity in Christ. Make sure that the world around you recognizes you are in Christ. Paano? By your words. Anong gagwa sa baba mo in seasons like this? May identify ka sa tao mo na kristuhanon ka kay wala ka nagaupod sa kadamaan wala ka nagahakbako <laughs> wala ka nagahambal sang imo kahadlok ang ginahambal mo pirmi ang gagwa sa baba mo it's faith you speak your faith and not your fear then it will also be seen in your deeds in your words in your deeds the way you do things now are you serving yourself or are you still serving others? Do you put others first before yourself? So, subong nga panahon, ngati, kulang ang mga resources. Now, may tendency, baskin kristuhanan ka, unahon mo, gudin mo, kuglingon. Nalipat kita that we are here to serve people. So, I encourage you, show your identity. This is the time that we will show to the world who Christ is in our words in the way we do things good the bible says that we have to good have good works identifying our identity in Christ and the last is mentality because ang tanan nga ginahimo naton it all starts from our mindset kuna mentalidad mo na influence ang kalibutan even though Kristuanon ka na, eh, chances are, ang tinaga mo, ang imo character, the way you do things, simpre ma, apiktuhan bangod sa mentality. That's why we talk about changing the way you think and changing it to the mindset of Christ. The Bible very clear that our attitude should be like that of Christ.
That's where we can identify ourselves that we are in Christ. You don't need to to make your ID and you say, I am, I am a Christian in your ID. Your attitude will show. Your behavior will show. So make sure that today's message, it will empower you. You will go back again to what God says. 2,000 years ago through the life of Paul as he's writing this message to the Colossian church that they need to know their identity and their identity is that they are in Christ may God richly bless you today and thank you for again your faithfulness to listen to God's word and I hope that you have been blessed by the message you have been challenged my prayer is that we will be challenged that the people of God will be challenged I was challenged by the message myself there are things that I need to get rid of they are things of the past. Some of you are fearful. Get rid of that. It's time. Because the God who is there, Spirit of God, is going to help you. Can I pray for you now? Yes. Just bow your heads. And let's look to God in prayer. Father, salamat gid sa sinigatiyon, sa iyo mo pagatag sa amon kay Gunan, that we can listen to your word. Thank you once again that through the message of Paul to the Colossians, we can learn so much treasure that we can apply Samon Kabuhi. And so today we thank you that we are being reminded of our identity in Christ. That the world is pushing up or rather trying to derail us towards our journey so that we can continually be in Christ in the way we speak, in the way we do things. And even the way we think. Thank you, Father, that you have assured us of all of these components that we are in Christ. I pray for those of us who are struggling to get rid of all these things mentioned in your word. I pray for your Holy Spirit to help them, Lord. I pray for those who are sick in the body, Lord, that you will restore the faith to believe that God is a great healer. I pray for those who need uh, uh, somehow, Lord God, resources that we will be able to experience the reality of your provision because you are the great provider. And your word speaks about promises that my God shall provide all my needs. For those who have been battered by fear, battered by losing a dream in the future. Thank you that you can restore that back. Because our hope is in you as believers, as Christians, and those who are in Christ. We always have the best future ahead of us. Bless everyone today. Reach out to them. Thank you for their lives. Thank you that they will become a great blessing to the people. In Jesus' name and all of God's people will say amen and amen. Once again, thank you. Thank you, Gid, sa pag-share, sending a message sa iban yung mga friends. Continue to do that. You can do that every now and then, my Sunday service kita. By the way, initanan ara sa aton nga bulletin. For some of you who wants to go back and try to listen 
ready ina sa Spotify araman if you want to listen uh, it's already there now I would like to encourage you as well constantly to give and uh, giving is so important in the body of Christ because in giving that's where God is going to double triple in fact the Bible says 30 40, 60 30 uh, 30 60 and 100 fold of God's blessing will be added unto you I encourage you and I thank you for your constant blessing and for your constant offering in this church. We honor you or we honor God in your life because of your goodness. May God bless you and keep you and always let his face shine upon you. Good day, everyone.